The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now we're joined by Luke O'Neill, Professor of Biochemistry at Trinity College in Dublin. We're going to talk about why having a pet is good for babies, that in a moment. But we'll hark back to COVID and a couple of developments, uh, well, on COVID, first of all, and RSV number two. So, yeah. first COVID, what's that's, happened? That's right, but if ever there's a week for vaccines, this is the week, you see. So there's a big publication just out on a new vaccine for COVID. Uh, it's called a live attenuated virus. They've taken the whole virus inactivated but it's still alive and that's being used as a vaccine. Now remember the best vaccines are often live weakened forms uh-huh. of the virus like measles, mumps all those are live attenuated and that is data. Now not in humans yet, they're still experimental but they got a huge response really big immune response that could could be durable is the big thing of course by the way they compared it head to head with the Pfizer vaccine and a vaccine like AstraZeneca and it outperformed those two hugely you see so it's a good sign it could it could be the next gen vaccine basically they're saying you know okay which, which is very good and I mean they use what was it cowpox to combat smallpox yep. you know the live exactly uh, that's element. the idea felt exactly yeah, now yeah. what's this about um, RSV and preventing it in newborns by treating the mother while she's pregnant. Well, it's like buses. Two vaccine stories come along. But the RSV was in the New England Journal. Uh, they're giving... Uh, RSV is a very damaging vac- uh, virus, by the way. As you know, child, young infants get it. It can, be really, it can be lethal, you know. Many young children end up in hospital with RSV. So anyway, the idea is you vaccinate the mother. They've given the RSV vaccine to the mother while she's carrying... while she's pregnant, you know. Yeah. And the immunity transfers into the, into the infant when the infant's born. And it's 82% efficacy, Pat, from that trial. It was 3,500 people, which is a huge number in these trials and of course safety first they, they measured safety very carefully clearly as well and now this this big uh, publication has come out so there could be a vaccine for RSV as well. So, so the baby is born and is not threatened by RSV. Exactly. So yeah. the baby is born why should mum and dad have a pet? Yes that's the big story today. That we, that oh, sorry we, I should we, say mum and mum or dad and dad or you know yeah. whatever you're having yourself. Well, again, the parents. Well this is another striking study Pat you see so it turns out if you have a pet in the house right <laughs> while the mother is carrying the, the fetus as it were, while pregnant or soon after birth, a pet in the house protects against uh, that, that, that child developing allergies. So having a pet around is a protector from developing a- things like nuts, you know, eggs, those kinds yeah. of things. 65,000 people in this, t- uh, infants in this study, Pat, amazingly, which is a big number again. We, we like large numbers in these things. And lo and behold, having a pet will protect the, the baby basically from food allergies that are that specifically. So again, it's more evidence part of this so-called hygiene hypothesis basically. But it's, it's a great study because so many, yeah. so many infants were involved. Now, the interesting thing is that if you live on a farm, for example, and your dog and cat, the cat is given the job of mousing in the barn, the dog is sleeping outside, never comes indoors, you don't get the, the no. benefit. No, that's true. But not, not on a farm, by the way. Living on a farm is protective. I suppose that well, to be protective yeah, in but, itself. But it's yeah. true that they, because the numbers are so big, Pat, they noticed if the dog was outdoors, that wasn't as protective as a dog indoors. Now, more than likely what's happening is the infant or the mother while she's carrying you know, the, the baby and she's pregnant is picking up germs off the dog you see and those germs are training the immune system in the fetus and then in the newborn to be to behave itself as it were and not yeah. overreacting to things and it's all about getting the immune system in the right state the, the, the bottom line is that germ, germs are good really you know and, and this is yet another study that supports that notion really Now uh, they used to call this what the hygiene hypothesis the idea that people who were scrubbing their houses clean and uh, no drafts making sure that everything was closed off 
stuff and no pollen making its way into the house, all that sort of stuff, that this actually caused uh, kids not to be as healthy as yeah. they might if they were rolling in the muck. That's exactly right, yeah. And, and that's why this study agrees with that hypothesis. Oh, scientists, but we love independent lines of evidence, you know. And yet another study now supports this notion that dirt, dirt is good, basically, is the idea here. And again, 1989, it was first proposed. German scientists noticed that the less number, if, if there was a small number of kids in a family, there was an increased risk of a child developing an allergy, you see. More kids meant protection. And the question was, why was that? Probably because k- kids mingling, there's more sure. germ swapping going on, you know. So, yeah, so they're mixing maybe in different classrooms, yeah. bringing more variety of germs into the household. And playing with each other in the house and all that kind of thing, you know. So, so the, the one child household, a higher risk of developing asthma. That was, that was the beginnings of this, you see. And the idea was it must be to do with dirt. And then the next big study was living on a farm. It turns out if you live on a farm, lower risk of developing allergies and asthma. And again, the notion was you're picking up germs on the farm and they are protective. So mm. that, that notion of hygiene then being being a bad thing, as it were, began to emerge. And, and this pet study agrees with that. So, you know, being really neat and tidy at home, wiping down every surface with these antibacterial swabs, etc., not good. Big mistake, yeah. Exactly. Wiping surfaces all the time is a bad thing. It's, it's natu- the natural world would tell us we should be exposed to germs, really. You know? yeah. Healthy germs, as it were, not, not the ones that cause disease, clearly. You know? So if you're, if you're too clean, then you're decreasing exposure in childhood, especially uh, to those germs. Mm. Now, uh, the difference be- between uh, having this bacterial, uh, bacterial exposure versus viral exposure, yeah. uh, do, does exposure to any virus help your uh, allergy situation? No, the viruses are bad yeah every case of a viral infection increases risk of these things for example or other diseases an RSV as we just discussed is a risk factor for developing allergies in children you see so viruses are bad it's only bacteria that really protect you and it's probably bacteria pat in poo by the way <laughs> in excrement you know faecal matter yeah. that, that's where the good stuff is basically and on the farm you're inhaling a lot of these faecal derived bacteria I guess but viruses in general are bad it's only, it's only bacteria So when you go into the milking parlour whatever and uh, sometimes the cattle do let loose uh, in the milking parlour um, there's vaporised poo there is exactly yeah on a farm you're inhaling all this stuff the whole time I guess and, and, and again in childhood that's training your immune system and your immune system is learning to tell good from bad and then doesn't overreact now there's another aspect too that people who have babies by caesarean section because they have to or they choose to their baby is not as protected as a baby delivered in the normal way yeah that was seen as well Pat so, so uh, that's a risk factor but caesarean section is a risk factor for the child developing allergies and asthma and again the reason probably is they're not being exposed to bacteria as they're being born you know through yeah. the birth canal there would be bacteria there normal healthy bacteria that the baby's not being exposed to that through caesarean and again the immune system then is off to a slightly disadvantaged start yeah. if you know what I mean it hasn't learned from that process so that's another one yeah so uh, the, the, the reason we're talking about this is there seem to be a huge number of kids who have these allergies that did not seem to be the case uh, when I was a kid I mean you never heard of anyone having an allergy to peanuts uh, when I was a kid but then yeah. we didn't eat many peanuts anyway yeah. um, but also our changing diet could that uh, have given rise to allergies? Yeah, it could have yeah, yeah 8% of children Pat now have some kind of food 8%, 8% yes that's really, it's the highest it's ever been you see and, and of course we're all wondering why that is and again this hygiene thing is the most likely reason by the way so it's very high uh, yes yeah, so, I mean, the other thing is it's to do with your diet so your, your own gut microbiome the bacteria in your gut they can protect you as well if you eat processed food that's got a different composition you see and maybe that wrong composition is increasing risk fibre is the thing as ever a fibre diet really gets the microbiome the bacteria yeah. in your own 
long. I mean, I used to think that stay. fiber, it was because of its fibrous nature. I was thinking of fiber like straw or something like that, that, that it would move things along in the gut. But it seems the fiber actually feeds the good guys in the it gut. Does. Precisely. Yes. Study after study shows this, that fiber gives you the good bacteria in your gut. A low fiber diet, you get a different type of bacteria and, that, and then your immune system isn't responding in the, in the best way. Really, is the idea. So feed the goodies with fiber and deprive the baddies yeah. by not eating processed food. Exactly. That's it. Luke O'Neill, yeah. Professor of Biochemistry at Trinity College in Dublin. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.